Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutera, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Elena Villanueva, and I want to welcome you to today's episode of the Tribe Talk podcast. I have an amazing guest here with me today. And I know I say that every time I start, but that's because the people that I choose are actually really freaking amazing people. And today I've got someone who's not only an amazing human and an expert with what she does, but she just so happens to be a sister to me, like a chosen sister. She's a really, really good friend. And her name is Christina Wise. Christina Wise, welcome to today's podcast with me. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. This is super fun. I'm so, I'm so excited too. Now, before we get started, I wanna tell everyone just a little bit about you. So Christina is an expert when it comes to money and understanding how to build your wealth. And a little bit similar to what I do, where I show you different ways of looking at your health so that you can find real answers and real solutions, not just patching a problem temporarily. I show you how to look outside the box to get true healing. Uh, she teaches you outside of the box methodologies for uh, how to manage your money and, and, and how to invest your money so that you can increase your wealth over time. And the other thing that I love about Christina is that uh, you know she her brand is called wealthy wealthy and um she's really she really understands the connection between your personal health and your wealth there's a big connection between the health of your mind body and spirit and the wealth that you're able to amass and i really resonated with christina when i met her a couple of years ago um, to the point where I asked Christina, will you come and coach me? Will you show me if what I'm doing, if I'm on track, if I'm, if I'm going totally the wrong way or what I need to do. And the reason why I wanted Christina to show me this is because I never learned how to manage my money when I was in school. Nobody taught me how to do that. Um, I, I had three successful businesses many, many years ago. I was a sports medicine doctor in Austin, Texas, and I had three businesses, single mom. I had the house. I had all the things. And then I got sick and lost everything. And looking back, if I had had someone like Christina to teach me how to invest my money, because I made a rookie mistake as an entrepreneur, I reinvested every penny I had back into my businesses thinking, you know what, I have control over that, so I'm going to do that. Big rookie mistake because when I got sick, I didn't have anything else making money for me but my own businesses. And when I couldn't work in my own businesses because I couldn't talk and I lost my memory and I was so sick, I literally lost everything I had. And so when I met Christina, I wanted her to come and check out what I was doing. And she makes it clear and easy to understand. She drew out these pie charts for me and showed me what to do. And because of you, Christina, I, I feel more confident. I know that I'm doing 
better with managing my money and I understand how I can take the money that I make and actually put it into into things that will help take care of me as I get older. And so thank you again for joining me and and I would like to start out by asking you, um, what are some of the big projects that you're working on? Because I know that you're a money coach and I know that you have some big programs going on. Is there is there anything that is relevant for people that we want to just talk about today? There's a few things. And, you know, I'll just add on to your story a little bit, just kind of a, a comparison. And you and I have shared a lot of kind of a parallel life journey in so many aspects. And and I lost all my money once as well. Well, twice, but that's another story for another day. But and the thing is, when you know how to do it, you can lose it and get it all back again and, and pretty quickly. That's just when you understand money. But what actually sent me on the path to do the work I do today is, you know, what I call a money coach, really, for lack of better words, is because I'm not an advisor. I don't have the, the you know, I'm not a financial advisor that takes your money and goes and places it. So that would be a financial advisor in the more traditional sense. I'm a money coach and I teach you how to think and, and the methodologies and the behaviors, practices, and mindsets so that you know what to do with your money so that you use your money and grow it to the thing that serves your life and nobody else's, including mine. So, but that's, that's why I would say a money coach. But what got me into this work to do exactly what I'm doing today, because I never intended to do this. Like if you would have asked me a handful of years ago and said, hey, Christina, you're going to be a money coach. If you'd build the foretell the future, I'd be like, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. It's not like I desire to be a money coach and I was going to go teach people and I built this business out of it. It happened really by, by accident, by my life story. And so I got really sick as well. And, you know, in a similar situation where I was running too many businesses and I was trading my health for wealth and, and all the things stressed out all the time and didn't sleep. because I thought it was a badge of honor not to sleep. And I thought the week, the week sleep, you know, and, and all kind of the, the entrepreneurial hustle mindset that I had studied and, you know, kind of got the t-shirt for. So what happened is when I got sick and I was out of the business game, one, one, and I think so many of us that are listening to you and following you and you helped me the other way around, like you've helped me get my health back on track. You know, when mine goes awry, you're who I go to, you know, so we kind of help each other with the wealth and wealth. But when I uh, got sick, I was the one of my first realizations is I traded my health for wealth. Now, what saved me is that I had wealth to get my health back. But ultimately, here I was in this place of this new awareness of that when I got sick and in financial terms, I realized that my body's my number one asset and I hadn't been taking care of it. Great with money, great with assets, understand it. But I didn't treat me as an investment. I didn't treat me as an asset. I used my body. I exploited my body. I tore my body down. I pushed it over and over and over again till it said game over. But what happened was, what was this interesting awareness is that I had two things going on, like kind of in my life. My public life was my business and businesses. So here I was really great at business, making a lot of money. I had like five businesses at the time that were kind of all interrelated and, you know, lots of pressure, lots of stress, all the things to keep this going, but financially very lucrative. And that was my public identity. And that's what everybody noticed privately. I was building my personal wealth. I bought a lot of real estate, invested in a lot of assets. I, I did all the things that I'd been learning because I studied money for 20 years. 
So here I've been doing both of those for years and both of them were doing very well at that time. I get sick. Now, what happens to my business income when I get sick since I was holding that whole thing up? Well, like you, the income went away and all my employees and things, the business starts to crumble. As I crumble, the business crumbles because most of us as entrepreneurs, we're the ones holding up our business. Mm -hmm. So that was this thing. It's like, oh, when Christine is sick or out of the game, so is that business and the income that comes from it. But what also happened is I had these assets that paid me money, all this real estate that paid me money. And I had other investments and liquidity and different things that one, I was able to spend a million dollars to get my health back at the time. So I had the money, which was nice. How many people, how many times do you bump up against the thing where people don't have the money to pay for their health, their illness or their health crisis? It's, it's a real dilemma. I've got a question. How much did you spend to get your health back? Well, at the time, in the two years, I spent over half a million, and it's certainly been a million dollars since then all in to get fully recovered into the things. Yeah. Um, you know, and I had a, I went to a bad place, and I spent a lot of money to get it back, but it was a yeah. real financial investment, right? Like I, yeah, it was. I, one of, yeah, one of my big awarenesses. I mean, I, I tell this through with my students and my clients is that here's the thing. This is how real money is is that had I not had the money, because I'd studied it for 20 years and was pretty good at it, my kids wouldn't have a mother today. Mm -hmm. I mean, money saved my life, you know? And that was kind of that reality of like, holy shit moment. This, this stuff I've been studying is real. It just saved my life. And then on the other hand, it was able to feed me and pay the bills because when my business wasn't working, my assets still worked. Yes. And so it's coming out of that entire experience and where the wealthy, wealthy brand came from. It's like, I need to teach other entrepreneurs this big lesson. Like I might kind of happen by accident because I wanted net worth and I studied these things and got good at it, but I was still missing kind of a big piece of it. So coming out of the whole experience, it's like, damn, I need to teach other people, other entrepreneurs, the cost, the true cost of one, not taking care of your health, the wealthy piece the cost of not reinvesting in our body and the risk and the um, the outcome just being stuck on the treadmill by not building net, net worth and passive income. So that's what yeah. I do here today. So yeah. that's just it. If we look at you and me side by side, I was able to keep going in a sense because I had this other type of income over here when we both lost our health and our business money and businesses at the same time. Yes, absolutely. You know, this... You're right. And this could this could actually be a really nice little series that we do, because for all of you listening, um, Christina and I are about the same age. We're both. Is it OK if I say yeah. we're both in our 50s and we both have, like Christina said, very, very similar stories. We both drove ourselves into the ground, not appreciating our health and not being able to really justify the money that we needed to spend to make the changes that we needed to make to get our health back before it completely fell apart. And when it did completely fall apart for each of us, which it did, she was able to make it through. And so keep supporting her children. She had the money to support herself, you know, all of that, where me, I didn't know I had never studied money like Christina did. I made all the rookie mistakes. I ended up losing my businesses, losing my home, 
living out of a car, eventually a storage shed. I have a crazy story. You do have the craziest story. <laughs> the craziest story. And 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 so and so and so this and I would say that each of us, uh, you know, you spent overall getting your health back to where you eventually need it to you you prevented death with about half a million dollars and then you spent another half a million to really truly get your health and your vitality back guys that's a lot of money so for those of you who think that oh three thousand dollars in a year or five thousand dollars or even twenty five thousand dollars is too much to spend you're going to end up losing a lot more than that and christina and i are both really good examples um you know she ended up she ended up having to spend that much money to get her health back. I ended up losing, not necessarily in the form of like tangible like cash in my hand, but I lost uh, probably around the same month of same amount because of losing my house, losing my income, which was my businesses, and then all the years that I couldn't even work uh, because I was so sick. And you and I are both very lucky to be here today. We're both we're both lucky. And again, when we've shared our stories, it's like oh my god, just talk about parallel paths. You know, in part of my methodology that I teach for money now coming out of this, this, I think unique to me kind of in the in the money space is that before, even though I was really good at saving and investing to build that net worth and kind of financial freedom, passive income I'm referring to. What didn't exist is, again, there wasn't the mindset of investing in me, investing in assets for this net worth, but not investing in me. It was like using myself almost in a way to try to make the money and make the investments. And now part of what I've done and now what I teach, I teach what I do, what I've done and what I do. But I teach I teach you create these investing buckets. So there's these different buckets that you when you make money, you sweep money and you move money into these different cash buckets. And each of these buckets have a purpose, a sole purpose of the role of the what of the money you spend in that bucket. So an example of that is that you you pay yourself every month. You pay, let's say you pay yourself ten thousand dollars this month. Right when you pay yourself, you sweep a portion to taxes because you're going to have to pay taxes as an entrepreneur. And then you you spend in these you automatically sweep in these two other buckets and they're your investment buckets. And one investment bucket is to your savings fund, your investment bucket, where you start putting cash in there that you're going to use to to invest outside of your business. Because we don't want the money all in our business, because what entrepreneurs notoriously do is they they don't invest elsewhere because they put all the money back into their business, which you said can can be a big mistake because we're not accumulating other assets to have a le leveraged life. We just have it in this one asset called a business. So that's that bucket. But the other category of our investment buckets is our investment in ourselves. So when you take it as a portion of your income, so that's always building every time you pay yourself, you're paying your future self for that financial future that we're talking about. But we're also putting in the investment back in me. That way, I don't have any guilt for spending the money. That money's on me, right? Because especially for all of us, but especially women, I talk to so many women, but they feel guilty taking money for the massage. They feel guilty taking a program with you. They feel guilty spending the money on these things. You know, there's like this guilt or it's like this luxury to spend money ourselves. It's like, no, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity, so it's a necessity to take care of our future self when it comes to income. That's why we want this asset income. And it's a necessity to take care of our, our current and future self so we can live long, healthy lives like lifespan, health span. And so when we take a percentage 
And let's just say, you know, you put $20,000 a year, depending on your income, into this bucket. Now it's 20 grand I get to I get to spend on me. In fact, the rule is I have to spend it on me. And that's a different mindset. So now I've always got this bucket of money that's ready to be spent. And now I get to look forward like, oh, do I want to work with Elena? Or, oh, do I want to do stem cells? Or, oh, do I want to, you know, I don't know, do hyperbaric or something like whatever the case is mm -hmm. but that's it that's part of the methodology that's now built in is off the top you put money in the me fund to invest back in me so that i'm not waiting to spend the money or have the excuse that i don't have the money to reinvest back in ourselves i think that i think that that's such a beautiful perspective as women we have been I don't know, I'll kind of use the word imprinted that sacrifice, like self-sacrifice is like a badge of honor. Um, and it's taken, a, it's taken me a long time. Like, well, it took me a long time, not taken because I'm, I don't do that anymore since I almost lost my life. But, uh, you know, learning to put ourselves first, you truly don't have anything left to give and you don't give anything that's worth any type of quality when you don't invest in yourself first. So my next question to you is when you're coaching people, men and women, but maybe women in particular, how do you teach them to change their perception and their mindset around being okay with, not just being okay with, but prioritizing investing back in themselves so that they can be complete in mind, body, and spirit, because we don't just get sick in our bodies, we get sick in our minds because and in our spirit because we live this incongruency, right? Like we're not living our true selves. How do you even coach people through that whole mindset shift? You know, I'm probably, I probably, you know, that's I'm a little outside of the norm when it comes to this. And mindset's crucial. We know that. And and my experience is mindset kind of changes over time. It, it really doesn't happen so fast because we are so conditioned. We are so programmed. We are so patterned. We, you know, we're so our brain is caught up in the the kind of the patterns it is that just to change our mind doesn't mean all the the neuros, you know, you know better than I, but meaning all those pathways change when we change our mind. Our pathways have to change. And that change happens a lot of times with change of behavior and habits. So what I teach is the reverse, where I'd say a good portion of those, I'd say in my industry, money coaching, there's a lot of books, there's a lot of, you know, everything that's money mindset, money mindset, go from scarcity to abundance, go from lack to abundance. It's just because your scarcity mindset that you don't have all the money. And if you could just be abundant. And there's some truth to that, but I, I call bullshit on it a little bit as well, because meaning there's more to the equation than just change your mindset. So what I found to the work that I do is I teach the skill set of money first. I teach literacy, like how to understand money, know how it operates, get confident with it, get clear with it, work on your relationship with it. So I'm more concerned about your relationship with money than kind of your mindset and your beliefs about it. So we automatically know that we probably have a little bit of a dysfunctional relationship with money when we don't want to spend time with it, when we don't want to look at it, when we don't want to 
calculate it, when we want to abdicate it, when we want to ignore it, we want to have somebody else do our books, you know, that's an, that right there, if that's something we do, number one, we're never going to have wealth as long as we procrastinate or don't have a healthy relationship with our money. Like it's going to go find somewhere else that somebody else actually really wants the money and wants to take care of it. So it's kind of one of those, those invisible laws, but with, with our money, I'm more concerned about the relationship than I am with the mindset, whether you have an abundance or scarcity mindset. So the first thing I say is that to change the relationship means is a result of changing the behaviors. So if you have a kind of a dysfunctional relationship with your spouse, because you never spend time with them, you don't give them any attention. You're always too busy doing other things. You procrastinate the money dates and they get put off every time you, you say you're going to do it. And, you know, those just just that alone. What's how, how good is the spouse going to feel? Is going to you know, is he going to be super excited and be loving back and all these things? Probably not. So now. So how do we change that? How do we change the relationship? So your relationship's probably not a great connected, you know, loving, attentive, affectionate type relationship. The relationship's probably kind of the opposite of that. So if we want a connected, affectionate, intimate relationship with our spouse, we can change our mindset, I guess. But what we can do is we can change our behavior. We can start through our behaviors is to make our spouse feel like they're a priority. Hey, can we go on a money date on Friday? I'm going to move or on a date on Friday. I'm going to move everything. Nothing else is more important to you. Hey, can I spend more time with you? Hey, can I tell you the five things that I'm so grateful about you? Can I, you know, what can I do for you? How can we spend more time? So the spouse has felt neglected and has been. You change the relationship by virtue of changing the behaviors. But we don't like to change our behaviors because we're kind of stuck and gripped in our patterns and our behaviors and our habits. And that's where we have a lack of awareness of the, the self-sabotaging behaviors we're in. Money's no exception. So how do we change our relationship with money? We need to change the behaviors first. How do we do that? We want it. We have to decide first. Everything comes with the decision. I'm going to decide to change my marriage. And now I'm going to change my behaviors that are going that that match that decision to change my marriage to be from what it is to what I want it to be. So when it comes to money, same thing, we have to decide, like, I'm sick and tired of being stressed out about money all the time. There's clearly more that meets the picture meets, you know, than than what I'm aware, of because I wouldn't be in this stressed out financial situation all the time, regardless of how hard I work, regardless of how much money I make. I'm stressed out about money one way or another. My spouse and I fight about it or whatever the satisfactory situation is. So when we decide like, I am tired of this. What I'm doing is not producing the results I want. I'm going to do something different. And now is the day I'm going to start. That's where I come in after the decision has been made. And now what I'm going to teach you is the behaviors, the actions, the practices, and the mindsets. But the knowledge give clarity, confidence, you know, these things with money that now causes us to want to spend more time with it. Because we see the results, we see the value, we're starting to experience money differently that causes us now to be more grateful for it, to focus more on what we do have versus focused on, you know, the not enough what we don't have. 
focused on the valuing time and love and attention more than we value just constant grinding and hustle and some of the other things, you know, the world out there is telling us how to value our health and our overall well-being and wellness and how money is a big function of the capacity to do so. So that's it is that, you know, I teach modified behavior in a way that changes the trajectory of where our money, like our finances overall, and in the time being is our feelings about money that goes from this thing we want to abdicate and ignore to something we're really grateful for, want to spend more time with. And voila, the more time we spend on it and get good at it, the more money not only do we make, but better yet, the more money we have. And we don't, we're not, you know, there's always kind of this um, chase after money. More money will solve all my problems. Chase, 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 hustle, 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 go, go, go. More, 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 bigger, 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 scale, scale, scale. And that's, again, that's just, it's just, it's all cultural kind of nonsense in a way that just keeps us in the grind all the time. And grind equals health problems. Grind equals eventual health problems for most people. So when we can get out of that and we can know how much money is enough and when we can um, uh, have our numbers and have this relationship that's very healthy, it's amazing just how so much of that stress and anxiety just evaporates. And now we know how much money we need to live a good life. We know the cost of our lifestyle. We know how much money our business needs to earn top line to be able to give us the exact numbers bottom line so that we can live our lifestyle today and still put away from the future. So money doesn't have to be confusing. It doesn't have to be nebulous. It doesn't have to be more. It's actually this, how much money is enough? What is a good life to me? And how much does it cost to live it? And to remember that it's not about the money. We're not earning money so that we can have these $100 bills that we stuff under the mattress. It's not about the money, but we're chasing the money like it is about the money. It's about the money that underwrites the underwrites the cost of living a quality good life. That's a healthy life. That's a well life. That you know. And so, and ultimately, at the end of the day, what we want is we don't want the money. We want time and choices. So when we're sick and we don't have any money, we don't have a lot of choices. I heard a quote. Maybe you probably hear this all the time, but you know, especially in the wellness side. But money fits right into it is let's see if I can get it, but, you know, a man or woman that doesn't have their health has but one choice, or, you know, they just want their health back. But the man or woman that has their health has all the choices. Well, we can say that too. It's like their health and money because money gives us choices. Money gives us the options of where we spend our time. So that's why we want to get to the place of what's called passive income. Because working income is not time. Working income is hustle, you know, and we want to, the only way to have passive income is to build our wealth and build those assets that then will start paying the cost of our lifestyle. And that takes usually knowledge on learning how to do that. You know, I've been so grateful that I've been able to, um, you know, that, that our paths crossed because you have taught me a lot and there's still so much more for me to learn. Um, I've got a question and that is, what are you like, do you have any classes going on right now? Um, like tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now 
um, for anyone interested in learning more about what you're doing or maybe, you know, jumping into some of your coursework or, or coaching. Yeah, thank you. I mean, there's a couple things. One, I like people to, so I have this quiz and it's called the 10 financial questions business owners and entrepreneurs need to answer and can't. So it's a really great quiz and it's uh, it's wisemoneymethod.com forward slash quiz, wisemoneymethod.com forward slash quiz. So it's a great quiz just to get a score. And if you're less than like 80%, which most people are, because we're not taught about money, money we're just not taught in school. So we're, it's, most of us are financially illiterate, even if we have multi-million dollar businesses. I mean, that's kind of the myth is that as long as I make money in my business, I don't have to worry about money. It's like, no, the more money you make, the more we want to know about money, actually. It causes bigger problems. If not, and we have more to lose. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I want everybody to be able to get 100% on this score because 100% means you're on the wealth building track. Less than that means you're not on target. So that's a great quiz just to start out if anybody's interested, just getting their score. And, uh, and then once you take the quiz, it gives you, it will send you a workbook through email that's actually all these questions that will help you answer how much money's enough. So there's a really valuable uh, worksheet that's a big portion of my program, actually, that's free just by taking the quiz. And it's, it's a, you'll read that. If you go to that quiz, you'll realize how many of the questions you can't answer. And if it's true that you need to be able to answer all those questions to build true financial freedom, that might be a wake up call. If that's true, I believe it's true. But, you know, let's pretend if it is 100% true, then we might want some help to answer those questions or do the work if we want financial freedom. By the way, that's through how we manage our personal finance, not our business. So then after that, to answer your question, I do, I have a money school and the, I call it kind of the money school and I'm your money professor. And the next class starts in October. And that is where we go through as a group and everybody starts at the same time and through 12 weeks as a group, I'm going to like go into a semester of school. I'm going to teach you over the 12 weeks, everything you need to know about money to get you on the wealth trajectory, to make sure that you're fully equipped with the knowledge, the systems, the tools, the resources, and the coaching that's going to get you on what I call potentially as a financially fucked trajectory to the financially free trajectory. And if anybody's interested in just learning more, I just recommend just do a money coaching session, a many coaching session on my calendar. That's Christina.com forward slash call K2S's. And you can just get on my calendar and I'll listen to your money story and I'll be listening to see like how you're doing. And and if there's, you know, I'll give you any coaching if you have any specific questions. And then I can determine very quickly if I think, you know, the money school is the next step for you based on, you know, where you are. But either way. It's a great way to just have a little money therapy or money coaching session. And it's super fun and easy. And I recommend everybody do it. It doesn't matter where you are financially. I don't care how messy, how ugly, how good, how bad. Those are all judgments we're making anyway. Your situation is, we'll just talk about it. It'll be fun and we'll, we'll make it better. I absolutely love that. And what I want to do is, um, for those of you listening, I'm going to take the links uh, to the websites and like to these quizzes and stuff, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in the description below for you so that you can have them. Um, and you know, if 
if you don't have a handle on your finances, if you're not in a place already in your life where, you know, you could literally quit your job today and have money working for you, this is really something that you need to do. And I can tell you that I know Christina personally, she lives what she teaches. And this is why she is one of my coaches because I, I know her personally. She lives what she's teaching. She is in a position, Christina, you know, she's brilliant. She's in a position where she doesn't have to work. So she does this because she really has a passion uh, to actually teach people how to do this. Like Christina's the person that I want to be one day and Christina's teaching me how to do that. And so, you know, I want to be in a position like that, um, you know, where I can, you know, do, I will always do what I'm doing. I will always do it because I'm passionate about it. I love what I'm doing. And right now I'm still doing it so that I can build my wealth so that I can invest it and have it making money for me. So I'm still on that journey likely if you're hearing this most of us are still on that journey and if you want to be where christina is one day if you've wondered when you look at other people like how do they have that lifestyle christina has that and if you're wondering that christina's got the answers for you so definitely click on the link sign up for her course and then reach out to me and let me know what you learned. Let me know how impressed you were because I know that you will be impressed with this. I know, and I know that this can be really life-changing for you. Christina, thank you so much for joining me on today's Tribe Talk podcast. And and I can't wait for us to do this again. Let's do more of these. We can, and I mean, part of my mission too, this is it's for men and women. I mean, I've got, I basically, I teach more, I mean, coincidentally, or I just kind of organically draw more women than men but it's but it's about i don't know 70 percent women 30 percent men my my thing is i don't only teach women my but part of my kind of internal mission and passion is for women to become financially powerful financially confident financially solid but that financial confidence is really important and a lot of people do well the top line of their business but they're still not financially competent and confident and there's nothing better than i think than we as women standing in our financial power there's no there's no you know to be healthy and to to be healthy and to know that we're financially you know confident and competent that's ultimate female power to have those two things and so that's my mission is to help us really own that feeling of I've got this money thing. And again, like I said, especially for women. I absolutely love that. Um, gosh, we need to come up with another topic and we need to do this sooner than later. Thank you again for joining me today. We kind of did this last minute spur of the moment. We've been wanting to do this for several months now. We finally got a chance to do it. And for all of you who tuned in today, Thank you so much for following. Thank you so much for listening in on this super important topic. And I will see you again soon.